Now, yesterday we heard from the new principal of Moreland's College down there in Sopney. Today we're going to hear from uh, the chaplain uh, of the college. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Now, Faith, I was reading a wee bit of your, your, your faith story, but tell us, how did the faith journey begin for you? Um, well, it started because I failed, I failed a, an exam at school. I failed an exam, and it's really embarrassing because I was, I was due to go, and be, go down to Southampton and become an engineer with P&O, uh, which is advertising, I'm sorry. But, oh, that's perfectly all right. You could have had free cruises, couldn't you? Well, indeed, yeah. No. And, and I failed maths O-level, and my mother's a maths teacher, so it was a bit embarrassing. So I had to go back to school and retake it. And I took a couple of A-levels to fill the timetable, and then uh, God came into my life. I was converted. So my failure actually helped towards other things. So you never know. You can fail at something, and then suddenly a whole new dawn can happen. Well, I mean, there's a lesson in that, isn't there? Because we can think we're failing, but actually God has a, has a different plan for us. Everything changed. Yeah. And so from that, um, I began to think and work and study, and I was quite passionate about about the Christian faith, and I sense God calling me into ministry, and that's where it all started. I mean, I know that right in the early days, sharing your faith was something that actually God spoke to you about, and how did you go about that? We were encouraged by, by older people, and, and that's a great way of now recognizing the modeling that's got to happen. We were encouraged to do so even when we were um, young, I- immature. Some of the things we said probably weren't brilliantly cleverly done but we they were prepared to risk us so they would always be look come to this event come to that event share something about your life story up till now tell us about what you are what you've what you've become where you're going and um, and that that gave us a sense of confidence but it was it was done by people who excuse me were prepared to risk that and I think that's a really important message to get out there it is for me now uh, you know, decades later, understanding that you've really got to take people with you and say, "Have a go, have a. Go. It'll be okay, even if you make some mistakes." And I think that's quite, quite important. Is today's sort of you must get the presentation just right. Yeah. Well, you you don't always, and and God can use that. So that was so helpful. Now, obviously, uh, you went into the forces as a, as a chaplain. Yes. And that must have been really, really challenging right in the early days, right the way through. It was. Um, and the reason I went in, I mean, I've sensed God's call into it. I was already a Baptist minister. But two people said to me, one was a Christian who was already an army chaplain, said, I said to him, I think I should be doing this. He said, well, you can't, not yet. There's not many places for, for people like us. But um, my brother-in-law, who is not a Christian, but I... He, you know, interested in the faith. He was a sergeant in the British Army, and he said to me, you should be an army chaplain, which was an extraordinary thing. And did so, that resound you know, in your heart, oh, in your spirit? Completely. So there's two people, one committed Christian, another not that interested in Christian faith, saying, you should do this. And, and it did resound hugely in my heart. And it was just, you know, I must do this. I must do this. But it's not necessarily terribly easy to get into, and there are, you know, you are put under some pressure quite deliberately to see if you can operate and minister. Well, you're going to be under pressure, you know, certainly if you're out in active service. Well, that's exactly right, and and, and that's um, that's my experience, whether it's um, it's Kosovo or Bosnia, but more latterly um, Iraq, and I was on the um, invasion of Iraq with 
as, as a team leader of chaplains uh, with a 16-air assault brigade, which is the, the army's lead assault brigade, interventionist brigade. So, so yes, there, there are things that you have to come to terms with and still minister. And I suppose also that you're ministering with, with, with people whose death, you know, is very real, and you know, that the, the possibility of death, I should say, actually, is, is very real. So therefore, issues of, of faith must also be quite pertinent. As a chaplain, you don't even have to mention God or Jesus. Uh, everybody else does because they, they will come <laughs> up to you. And, and particularly in a pressure situation of, of operations, and particularly war, um, where people write their last letters home or their last emails, whatever it is, um, it, it, mortality is there. That's, that's the reality. And because it's mostly young people, average age 25, uh, and, and it, they are difficult circumstances, and there are no guarantees and, and a number of significant risks, then yes, the matters of faith come to the surface time and again and um, and that's a privilege to to be part of and to be not only a signpost but some the opportunity really to help people explore what choices they're going to make in terms of their own inner lives now, of course that role was to take you to quite big heights wasn't it so what did you eventually end up uh, well, it, uh, over some time, I became uh, eventually the, the, the Chaplain General of the British Army, so it meant that, um, that I was um, responsible for the 155 full-time uh, Army chaplains from a, a range of denominations, um, and linking in, too, with, uh, with other world faith um, chaplains who were not uniformed at that stage, uh, but had a, a clear uh, ministry to, uh, to offer to those of, of other faiths within the armed forces. Well, today, of course, you're, you're, you're still in chaplaincy, mm -hmm. but of a very different kind. You're now the, the, uh, the lead chaplain, and I guess you must do some teaching as well at Morland's College down there in Sopley. What, what does the role entail for you? Uh, no different in one sense from normal chaplaincy in the role I knew. That is that you're chaplain to everyone and, uh, and you have the opportunity for people to unload to you in ways which, um, which, is, which is in a safe space uh, and, and to help them explore a way forward. It can be anything at all. Um, but what I would say is that, uh, and this is quite significant, a, a college is not a a therapeutic community. People are there to train, and uh, Moreland's there to train as, as potential uh, Christian leaders. Now, I, I think that I'm there because of the rich potential these young people have got. That, that's what excites me, that's the, the passion I have. But they've got to learn to develop some steel down their backs too, as well as compassion of the heart. And it's developing the, the steel down the back that, that helps bring that resilience which will help others whom they minister to. So for me, that's a key area. And actually that's true of all of us really, isn't it, in a sense. We have to have that. I love your term, steel down the back, you know. And I guess also with Morelands, you're getting people from very different denominational backgrounds. And I guess that, that also means that perhaps some of the theology or the things that people have maybe long held may be challenged. Spot on, and I think that's uh, that's an important part of, of, of the journey they've got to make, and they should embrace that and not be afraid of it. Uh, you know, we're in we're in a, a, a Christian faith which is linked to faith, taking a risk, stepping out, not knowing always everything. We don't. So so exploring other ways of doing things is is quite important, which we did last Wednesday when we talked about worship at the beginning of term. Um, you know, what is worship like? 
embrace the journey because you'll learn things as I have on, on my own journey and be faithful to Christ uh, but to be authentic with it within that so that's quite an exciting thing the other thing I would say is that we have a high expectation is that the bar is set high look we want you to stretch uh, your thinking and your, your spiritual life in ways you've not done before so we want to challenge you actually as the armed forces do we want to challenge you as life does ah indeed and uh, but we have a high level of support as well to enable you if you feel you are going to fall or find this difficult high level of support but develop the resilience so that out there in the in the in the, the real world as we might term it um, you are able to bring some strength and hope and blessing to other people whilst you may be under pressure. And most people are under pressure in our society today. Mm. And beyond the college, do you get involved in, in church life, the local life within the broader community around Sopley? Yeah, no, I do. And, and um, I'm an elder at uh, my, my home church at uh, Testwood Baptist Church, which is a, a great place. But I also still... Um, I'm involved in selecting, uh, interviewing, selecting and supporting chaplains in the Navy, Army and Air Force, so um, that's a role I still have. But you haven't quite gone into retirement yet. Uh, it's, a, it's a very active retirement, if it is, uh, <laughs> if it is retirement. No, not at all. Not, not at all. Now, obviously, you've been here at Moreland's right from the beginning of the Christian Resources Exhibition. Your stand has been pretty busy. It has. So what, what sort of people have been popping in? Well, as ever, all kinds. Those who are wanting to look at... Um, you know, the BA that's, that, that's running. But, of course, it's, it's always theology applied. It's not a matter of just a degree in theology. It's not actually what people are looking for, primarily. They're looking, and this is great for my mind, they're looking for ways this is going to impact on their life skills and their ability to communicate the Christian faith. And quite a number of people have discovered that, that studying at Moreland's, particularly when it's part-time, Fitting in with either full-time jobs, full-time ministry, it has been a real eye-opener. And, and that for us is exciting because we've got to try and fit around um, you know, pe people's own, own, own lives and, and, and ministries. But that is the case. We've particularly come across people who are looking at bivocational things. So I, you know, I want to be in my work, but I want to do some ministry. And I want to be equipped for that ministry. Now, I find that a brilliant combination. Well, serving God where you are and being equipped to do that. Uh, absolutely, uh, and finding the way of practically doing so. And we've had a number of people of a number of age ranges and locations who feel, yep, I could give a day a week and manage my own um, either business or, or work of some kind or ministry uh, and, and wrap this around what I'm already doing. So that's quite exciting. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining us. I'll let you get back uh, to your stand and, and every blessing on all that you, you do, and of course, the wonderful thing, I mean, as you look to the future, do you have a real vision, passion for what you'd like to see happening? Oh, I think it's to see, um, it, it's to see people develop uh, ways of thinking and, uh, and living and leading, which, um, which are not just presentational, not just upfront, but being able to do the stuff behind the scenes, which actually is where it counts. The backbone stuff that you talked about. Indeed. Jonathan, God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me.